When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another bonus short lecture from the History Teachers Talking Podcast, where Tom or I will lecture on big topics in little time. For more information, you can visit us at www.historyteacherstalkingpodcast.com or visit evergreenpodcast.com. The history of the bicycle supposedly started in the 16th century with the discovery of a 1493 Leonardo da Vinci sketch, which included a simple design for what we know today as a bicycle. Some historians since claim that either his student, John Caprati, made the drawing, or that it is altogether fake. The design itself was never produced into working model, and in the following 400 years, horses remained the only affordable means of transport on public roads. That all changed when German Baron Karl von Drace invented a precursor to the modern bicycle during the early 19th century. His early bicycle, called the Velocipede, was a vehicle that had two wheels in line, no pedals, and was propelled by pushing the rider's feet on the ground. Drace would become known as the father of the bicycle. His Velocipede was also known as a running machine or a hobby horse, and it enjoyed a brief stint in the spotlight before falling out of fashion. Beginning in the 1860s, several different French inventors, including Pierre Lament, Pierre Michaud, and Ernest Michaud, developed prototypes with pedals attached to the front wheel. These were the first machines to be actually called bicycles, but they were also often referred to as bone shakers for their rough ride. Still, this development allowed riders to propel the bicycle by pedaling rather than pushing with their feet. And while these gained much popularity, they still lacked many modern features. In order to add some more stability, inventors such as Eugene Meyer and James Stardley later introduced new models that sported an oversized front wheel. These were called penny farthings, or ordinaries. They were very oddly shaped machines, yet became a huge rage during the 1870s and 1880s, and helped give rise to the first bicycle clubs and competitive races. The large front wheel and the small rear wheel provided much greater speed but also increased the risk of accidents and injuries. It was also extremely difficult to ride and limited to skilled riders. In 1884, an Englishman named Thomas Stevens famously rode a high-wheeler bike on a journey around the globe, giving further popularity to the idea of bicycles. While Penny Farthing helped bring the bicycle into the mainstream, its four-foot-high saddle made it extremely dangerous for most to ride. That all changed in 1885 when an Englishman named John Kemp Stardley, the nephew of James Stardley, perfected a safety bicycle design that featured equal-size wheels and a chain drive. The two wheels of the same size, a chain drive connecting the rear wheel and a diamond-shaped frame made riding easier, more stable, and accessible to a broader range of people. During this time, the bicycle saw the rise of mass production and the increased popularity of cycling as a recreational activity. New developments in brakes and tires followed shortly and established a basic template for what we today know as a modern bicycle. The interest in these two-wheeled machines exploded and by 1890s, Europe and the United States was amidst a bike craze. A New York Times article from 1896 
even stated that the bicycle promises a splendid extension of personal power and freedom, scarcely inferior to what wings would give a person. The so-called golden age of bicycles lasted from 1900 to 1950s, in which bicycles became one of the primary means of public road transportation. Early bicycle clubs popularized recreational driving across America and Europe, and during those years their manufacturing costs came down significantly, which only increased their use all over the world. Once the basic design was set in stone, the the remainder of bicycles history simply saw improvements and major innovations to the basic design. All bicycles now featured a chain that connected the pedals to the rear wheel and a steerable front wheel. And once the equipment and design became standardized across the world, they satisfied all four basic aspects. Safety, speed, comfort, and steering. The modern age of bicycles started in 1960s and 70s with an increase of North American consciousness of the benefits of exercise and energy efficient transport. In 1975, over 17 million riders started driving a new sort of much lighter and cheap bicycle. Since then, racing bikes, mountain bikes, and BMX bikes became the standard for the bicycle drivers all around the world. Recently, you have an addition of the hybrid commuter bikes that are specialized for city usage. These new bicycles have also ventured into e-bikes that provide a battery-powered system to assist in pedaling. Today, about 100 million bicycles are manufactured worldwide each year. Over the past 30 years, bicycle delivery services have developed into an important industry, especially in cities where the couriers have earned a reputation for their high-speed and traffic-weaving skills. In the Netherlands, 30% of all trips are on a bicycle, and 7 out of 8 Dutch people over 15 years old have a bicycle. In the United States, people use the bicycles for less than 1% of all urban trips. Bikes were first brought to China in the late 1800s, and today over a half a billion bicycles pedal through the country. And for a couple of fun facts, Fred A. Birchmore, 25 years old at the time, circled the globe by bicycle in 1935. The entire trip through Europe, Asia, and the United States covered 40,000 miles, where he pedaled about 25,000 miles. The rest was traveled by boat. He wore out seven sets of tires. The Tour de France, one of the most famous bicycle races in the world, was established in 1903, and it is to this day considered to be the biggest test of endurance out of all sports. In the modern world, with so many motorized options for getting around, it's easy to take the human-powered bicycle for granted. However, for as quickly as the bicycle has been replaced by faster, fuel-powered vehicles, it is still extremely popular all over the world. Manufacturers are consistently competing to make lighter, more aerodynamic, and stiffer frames for racing, pushing the boundaries of current manufacturing technology to further improve the speed and efficiency of bicycles. And as people currently seek greener alternatives to cars, buses, and trains, bikes will only gain in popularity across the United States and the world. Hope you guys enjoyed this short lecture. Tom and I will be back next week with a full episode. I hope everyone enjoyed our podcast, and if you would like to email us, you can do so at historyteacherspodcast at gmail.com.